what blows hot and cold and is made up of three useless footballers. Welcome to the Sunday League podcast. Firstly, a man whose love of crossover and YouTube boxing has seen him challenge Barney the Dinosaur to a game of squash. Dan, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, Scott. Uh, I think Barney the Dinosaur would probably beat me this week. Uh, a bad week in squash, to be honest. Uh, got bagged. So in squash terms, that's when you got beat 11. <laughs> so I might as well have not been on court. But uh, no, I'm looking forward to the pod. It, it brightens up my week after that bad week of squash. Thank you. <laughs> it's a Saturday morning, Danny. Any calling? Uh, no, not just yet. It's only 10.30. So uh, I've still got the fumes of last night's calling, but uh, no, coffee on the go at the moment. <laughs> Secondly, it hasn't been his day, his week, his month or even his year. Adam, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right, Scott. Uh, you I'm sound right. well. I'm a bit hungover, I'm a bit hungover today. Uh, when, when I had the lilies at the Queen Bradgate, no sponsorship again. Um, I, I'm wondering when that's going to happen. Uh, I've had a haircut. As you can see on camera, I know obviously the poddies don't really know what I look like, but obviously <laughs> I used to have long hair and I could curtain it like Jack. Um, but now it's that's gone. So I'm back to back to the old Harris. You so did you not don't have like hair in the dog this morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've got I've got aqua. Um, aqua. Yeah, Ronaldo told me to drink aqua. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boys, it's, it's the clocks have changed over for you, haven't they? So it's now three hours difference between us. So there's a flow in our career. So uh, good old can of beer. Good old can of beer. Oh, you love to see it. Boys, we'll start with a mystery footballer. Um, and I've obviously been getting a bit of slack. So hopefully this week is a little bit harder. You ready? In 1998, he made his debut for Leeds and went on to make mm. over 100 appearances in five years. Short spells at Newcastle and Real Madrid followed. He had three spells at Middlesbrough that were interrupted by spells at Spurs and Stoke. He made eight appearances at centre-half for England, and some of his club debuts definitely didn't go to plan. Any ideas? I think I know it. Oh, I think God I know it. <laughs> Oh, no. I think uh, I know it. Well, uh, uh, keep thinking. Keep thinking, Harris. I can see you scratching your head. Yeah, when, keep thinking. The thing it's is, I'm looking at it. In, 19, in 1998, I'm sure I was playing Pokemon cards. Uh, <laughs> but he wasn't on one of those, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got to know it straight away. If yeah. You're sometimes overthinking it. Uh, well, we'll see how it goes and we'll come back to it. So, boys, let's look at last week, uh, last last week's football first. Starting with Friday night football, where our good old friend James Madison inspired Spurs to a two-one win away at Palace. Dan, is it time to consider Spurs as title challengers? Uh, I think you've got to, haven't you? I think they're is it one of two sides that are unbeaten uh, still. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, you can't write them off. I wish we could, but you can't. Uh, yeah, obviously, as long as you keep uh, Son and Madison fit, I think they have got a chance. I just, I don't know uh, too much more about the depth after those two. I don't think Richarlison's consistent enough, but uh, 
yeah, as long as those two are fit, then they're up there with the best teams in the league, aren't they? And yeah, getting through this potential banana skin on the Friday night was yeah an excellent result. Not the not the prettiest of wins, but I think everyone knows that Friday night and the early Saturday are not the kickoff times that a lot of teams want. So yeah, great win. No, yeah, you got to count count them in the title race. Harris, does uh, them not playing European football give them a bit of an advantage, do you think? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, like Dan touched up, you got to keep Madison and Son fit. I do I do always wonder what they're going to do when Madison goes, because he's like, he's the one thing we had at Leicester that you could rely on. He always battled to go get that ball and created the chances. I don't really know who's creating the chance at Spurs over the Madison. I don't because it, because everyone's talking about Madison. The other players are getting like left behind, and there probably is some good players in the Spurs team, but you just don't know of them. Oh, the, like, the think, keeper and the centre half have done all right. They? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know how much they cost, but um, I mean, we'll probably come to Manu in a little bit. But look at the money Manu is spending. Look at the money that Spurs have spent over that summer, and Spurs seem to have brought in some decent players. Um, so. Yeah, look, I think we'll always struggle to be on Madison's side. Uh, I know he come out recently, didn't he, and slagged Leicester off a bit. So, oh, um, it'll be nice to see him bottle it. I mean, it's nice to see him top at the moment because you know what's coming eventually. You know what's coming. <laughs> he did tweet last night about praying for Leicester to win against Leeds. Oh, oh huh. he does this. I, I can't stand him. He's come out and said they're a bigger club. What have they won oh. in the past couple of years than Leicester? They're a bigger club. They'll come crumbling down and we'll... And, all right, despite us losing to Leeds last night, we'll be above them this time next year, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's a big shout. <laughs> Saturday's lunchtime saw Chelsea revert to type and Brentford run out 2-0 winners with a last-minute keeper up the pitch goal for good measure. I mean, Aris, Chelsea built some momentum and threw it away. Brentford have won as many times at Stamford Bridge over the last nine months as Enzo Fernandez has. Where do they go from here? I don't. I, I honestly don't know, Scott. I I, I thought when they um, they won last week, uh, or sorry, the week before, I think did they beat Arsenal? Yeah, they drew to Arsenal, didn't they? they threw it away. That was it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I've got that down as a win. You know, because um, obviously you forget that they'll turn it up, and it was they they did that really well. well turning up to Brentford, I thought, well, you just drew with Arsenal. You've got to come here and at least get something from it. And I'm still waiting, as you know, for them to kick on and start winning. Beating Bournemouth the other week isn't like a uh, celebration that you could. So you're going to then go and win the league. You know, I've got them top. They're letting, letting me right down here. And they're just, I was, I was half half watching the game and it was all Chelsea. But they just lacked something up front. That Nicholas Jackson was awful. Yeah. Havertz is at Arsenal now, so he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like, the, they've got... Oh, the seems to be a bit of a... I rate him. I think he's really good. And he, yeah, he was like the one creating all his chances. But you can't rely on a low knee. I'm sure he's a low knee, isn't he? No, no it's him, I think. Oh, Jesus. I'm, I'm all over the place. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> but they're, they're missing their Drogba. That's what they're missing. <laughs> Drogba. <laughs> Still haven't replaced him from 1998. <laughs> oh, is that the mystery footballer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
no, I, I, now. They, do, they just they, they need to sort something out, and I it, I just I think it won't be long until Potch gets sacked. Um, wow. Well, the money they put into the club and they're getting nothing back. They've got more chance going down at the minute, unless they're after the parachute payments. <laughs> I mean, Dan. If you're a Chelsea fan or you're Chelsea board, I mean, what what's the plan here? They've signed all these young kids on big, long contracts, but then they've got, I don't know, like Raheem Sterling thrown in there. Like, what are they trying to do? Where are they trying to get to? I, I think they're just trying to build more of a... I don't think they're... Whether they're obviously it sounds stupid, but I don't think they're planning to win it in the next one or two years. I think the players that they're signing is clearly they're building for the future, is it? Because I've I don't know whether I'm tr true, but I think I've heard something where they've got something in their transfers that they're not to sign a player over twenty five. Uh, so I think that's why the the Madison one never really took off with uh, Chelsea trying to get him or anything. So yeah, so you're never gonna win anything obviously it sounds silly but you've got to have some older players in there to uh just to solid that team up because yeah they're all kids at the moment they're 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 not the the finished article just yet are they because it's like that Cole Palmer great player but he, he does it eight out of ten games the best players in the world do it ten out of ten they're doing it week in week out it's yeah so yeah, there's too there's too many players having off days at the moment. They're still they're very reliant on Thiago Silva. Still, I think uh, I'm I'm not fully uh, uh, what's the word? Sorry, yeah, uh, I don't believe in the uh, Dicassi. Is it that the yeah. centre half too much? I don't don't know whether he's the finished article yet. But yeah, and they've not even got the greatest keeper, have they? What where's he from? It was the uh, the number right, two right. Right before, well, yeah. It's, yeah, it's all strange. They've, they seem to be loading up the midfield and the defence with players, but the two crucial positions, if you goalkeeper and your striker, they're just, yeah, they're not spending any money on. So, yeah, it's going to be a long season for them. It's going to be, they'll have some great games, but they'll have some absolute woeful ones as well, I think. Uh, I think they had one. And uh, props to Bright, uh, Brentford as well, sorry. I know we've spoke all about Chelsea, but I mean... Where, where they were a few years ago to keep winning at Stamford Bridge. It must be pretty cool as a Brentford fan. So, um, shout out to them. Yeah. And also, on just a quick point on that Brentford score, obviously, I think I uh, I predicted the start of the season that they were going to get found out this year. <clears throat> Sitting 10th, and oh, no, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, I think everyone wrote them off, didn't they? Especially losing uh, Tony for, what, six to eight months. Well, I think it's back in January, isn't it? I think yeah. I, I wrote them off as well, but obviously... Mbemo's absolute step to what what a player he's like. You start to look now that if a team did come in for Tony, that they'd probably be happy to take the money. To be fair, like Mbemo stepped up, but it's yeah, great, great player. Saturday's evening kickoff saw a wet and windy Molyneux host an entertaining two-two draw between Wolves and Newcastle. A lot to unpack here. Dodgy VAR, an O'Neill resurgence, a Newcastle fall from grace. With a defeat in the week as well. I mean, I think the referee's been relegated to the championship since uh, this game. Um, Dan, do either team enjoy getting this point? Uh, I think when you look at the teams on paper, obviously Wolves will definitely uh, 
enjoy that uh, point, won't we, with the manager of the season again, Gary O'Neill. Obviously, absolutely doing wonders down at Wolves. So, yeah, it and uh, it's probably going to happen a few times. I think these uh, fixtures where Newcastle are playing in the Champions League, I think is gonna that's going to hinder their. I don't think they'll make top four this year, just yeah. because I think the fixture pile up. They, they've got a very good squad, but probably a, after that subspense, you haven't got an awful lot of depth. So. Especially, I think Isaac's injured, so you're relying on a Callum Wilson that's not always 100%, so he can't be playing three games in a week. But uh, obviously, he did score in this game. But yeah, I think it, it's strange because I actually think, although at the start of the season, was it Wolves had quite a bit of money problems? Uh, I think that's why they got Gary O'Neill in. He's actually doing a really good job there, to be honest. He's getting... I don't know whether it's the prettiest of football. I didn't uh, watch it for the full 90 minutes. But I think he's making a very solid team. And they have got some creative players. I think, obviously, they're more known for a team that's signing these players from Portugal and Spain, aren't they? They were pretty relatively unheard of for us. So, yeah, he's, he's getting the best out of them. And, yeah, fair play to him. He's making Bournemouth look a bit of a mug for sacking him at the moment, to be honest. He beat him, didn't he, the weekend before as well. So he's had a good couple of days. Hey, Harris, um, I think Wang Hee Chan has scored uh, in his last six or seven appearances at Molyneux. Um, What do you know about him? He was um, it was quite explosive on the scene when he joined the club. I think he scored quite a few goals for them. And it was at the time that I think uh, Raul Jimenez was at, at Wolves. So it was kind of always like, um, over overlooked because Jimenez got him ahead of him, but he seems to be a player that comes on and puts a lot of effort in. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know what uh, nationality is. He's South South Korean. South Korean. I think, oh yeah. yeah. So he's what, the same you're trying as, to find uh, if he's a relative or something. No, it, it, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's the same as Son, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've, the 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 similar players. I feel like the. South Koreans have got a good um, attacking prowess at the minute. I think they're going to, uh, if they can qualify for a World Cup, which I don't think they have this year. Well, they, uh, they were in the last one, weren't they? <laughs> so they, they, need to, they need to do some. They do what? They didn't win the World Cup. Qualify. Better for playoffs. <laughs> Well, if they're in it, they'll win it. <laughs> but yeah, he's a. I, I think I think he's a good player. Um, very unlucky with that penalty as well. I don't. I do not yeah. think that was a penalty. Yeah, um, yeah, great. You can't clear a ball now without someone stepping across you. It's it's a joke. And he, hardly, I think he hardly touched him as well. And the way he went down, it's like he'd been shot. But if you've got to <laughs> cheat to win, the joke's on you when you can see late on. And. I think they'll have a big miss because I think that Neto got injured in the game, didn't he? And uh, I think he's got like the most yeah. assists in the league or something this season. Did he get stretched? Yeah, I don't know. But he's, I think he's one of those that you wanted in your fancy team because he didn't cost a lot, but he was getting loads and loads of assists. Uh, but but now he's injured, so no point. Uh, always a bit late to the show. <laughs> I've got him as triple captain. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday's snooze fest saw a Corrie legend and Everton chairman honoured with a fantastic away win. 
by all means, Adam, by all means, tell us how great DCL was. But please, rumours this week came out that they could be in line for a 12-point deduction because of last season. Would they have stayed up last season if it had been deducted? No, they would not have stayed up. They should They should have had that deduction last year. It's, and uh, and uh, you know what? I say that, but I'm only saying that because it would have stopped us going down, right? But yeah. it's done us wonders, so I'm quite glad that uh, we've gone down because we've rebuilt and we knew we got rid of some deadwood. Um, but Everton's season's been better. Um, I'm sure this time last year they were, they were in the relegation zone and struggling and losing motivation. I think they may still have had Frank Lampard at the start of 10 yeah. games in last year. Um, so I'm not saying they're doing great because they're not, but they're, they're, they're lucky this year because it's, I'd say there's probably. You know, I'm going to be nice to. I'm going to be nice to Forest. I'm going to say there's four four teams worse than them this year: um, Bournemouth, Luton, Burnley, Sheffield United. So I think they're going to easily stay up with this one unless they get hit with this twelve point deduction this season. But yeah. then if they get an induction, Man City should as well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah exactly. If they've said that if uh, Everton were to get done by this, if that's in. Uh, terms of what Man City was. I think it's like they would get a hundred point uh, <laughs> uh deduction and they'd be playing in like the conference or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't against Dawkins. <laughs> yeah. I mean Dan Dominic Calvert Lewin when he's fit and he's on the pitch he's a bit of a he's a bit of a threat isn't he but his problem's always gonna be fitness. Yeah he's, he's Great fit, isn't he? He was on the brink of the England squad when when he was putting in the performances before. But yeah, like you say, I think uh, he's had a couple now of injury. Uh, I think there's a few players that have took him in the ranks of the England strikers now. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't, I don't think he'll ever get really a bigger move now. He's obviously, I don't, I don't fully know his age, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't say he, he's probably at the right club here, isn't he? And, like Adam said, uh, about the 12 auction, it's, it starts to get to the point now that doesn't benefit the teams that it affected last year, if that makes sense. Uh, so the teams that would have helped the 12 point and when it should have been took place uh, are down in the championship. So what? Actually, the teams that have now been promoted, Luton, Burnley and Sheffield United, are going to be benefited by them spending too much money last season. So... Yeah, the, the the people of the people out of all of this have got to act, do make that action quicker because it's not helping the people out that it should do. If that oh, yeah. makes I sense, but uh, actually, I think if Everton do get hit with it, that probably for the for the Evertonians, they'll be happy to take it this year because I don't see, I still see Everton getting more than twelve points, more than Luton, Burnley, and Sheffield. Anyway, yeah. I, I agree with that as well. Then. Finally, Super Sunday saw Man City fans with one of the best chants of all time in a ground that's falling apart, with a squad that's falling apart and a board that's falling apart. Man United were tall, limb from limb. Dan, how embarrassing was this? <laughs> yeah, it was embarrassing, wasn't it? Well, uh, oh, I was just talking about the ground at first, where it's like <laughs> le the roof's leaking, uh, you're paying £1,000 for a season ticket, you're under the roof and still getting wet. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but 
unfortunately, it was actually probably an honour as one of his best games, wasn't it, for the club? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I really... Do, uh, what was it? I'd seen the Carragher and Gary Neville uh, discussion afterwards. It just makes you laugh. But, uh, yeah, the, the club's in absolute turmoil and I don't really have any suggestions of where to change it because the easy answer is just sat the manager. But, actually... I think Gary Neville's point of, I think this actually stems further on. The board takeover has been a bit of a shadow in the whole club for so long. I, yeah, I think the players don't know who the owner or who's actually running the club. Uh, yeah, and, but then you've got to, Ten Hag's got to take some of the blame. He's got Varane on the bench. Oh, yeah. And he's got, a, he's got Johnny Evans that they let go about seven, eight years ago because he wasn't good enough. He got released by Leicester. Now he's good enough to beat Raphael Varane, the world... Released by Leicester. And it's just like... And don't get me wrong, full of praise when Harry Maguire stayed at a club that probably was trying to boot him out. Fair play, like, he could have just left, made the easy move to West Ham. But he's putting him in a bit of graft and, yeah, he's getting... Well, he's not getting the rewards for it. He's getting game time. He's getting game time in a bad Manchester United squad. But then you see all the reports as well, like, oh, change the uh, change the captain now. And you're like, well, last year you didn't want Harry Maguire captain. You wanted Bruno Fernandes. Now you've got Bruno Fernandes. Uh, who are you going to give it to now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think... And, oh, no, no, he's good at commanding his box. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, I... No, fair play to Man City. They did the job. They went to Old Trafford. I think it's a bit more difficult when it doesn't really matter who's playing well or who's not when it comes to the derby, does it? Uh, and obviously, I think a lot of when we talk about Fantasy League as well, you've got uh, Haaland. I took him off captaincy. <laughs> and, uh, what I left it. That was. You just I left mine on some. <laughs> I, I, I took Nketiah out of my team. Oh, I oh, got his first silly, sub, silly. <laughs> and everyone played. <laughs> oh. I mean, Harris is being a Man United fan, bit the most embarrassing like team to support in the country at the moment. Yeah, definitely. I'd be ashamed to announce I'm a Man U fan. Um, the 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 problem is right. Dan Dan was just saying about how it's the board that is affecting the players and stuff. To me, I think the players should just get on with it. They've got a job to do. They they get incentives if they go higher in the league with their payout bonuses at the end of the end of the year. They've just got to be stopped being like children and just get on with it. Like I wish I got paid as much as that and then got an incentive if I finished in the top four or won the league. I, like when Leicester won the league, it's been a it's been a pod today all about Leicester. To be fair, they all got given cars as well as their bonuses. <laughs> so if Manu, if Rashford, Onana, Bruno, Evans want a new car at the end of the year, they just need to carry on out of the arc because they're going to get it anyway. <laughs> yeah. And Rashford went on the piston here a couple of days later. Isn't that the problem? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do that. Think it was don't out do that. Don't celebrate your birthday. That's out of order. Yeah. Jesus. And that's the next thing. The fans are just mental. I mean, uh, we can't say that we would not be unhappy about that. I mean, we got annoyed about Madison saying that Tottenham's a big club. So you understand where the fans are coming from, but they can't they can't smoke, they can't drink, they can't 
technically gamble because they get banned for it, but they can't even celebrate the birthday, so they're, they're screwed. <laughs> no wonder they're, they're not performing very well if they've got all these restrictions in place. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. um, along along Happy with birthday, that, Rashford. <laughs> along with that chant, uh, Scott, I got to hear it live last night. The, the Leeds fans started chanting it. So oh, that's it's, nice, uh, it's a worldwide chant. Oh, and maybe they're just confused. All the Leeds fans are from Manchester. <laughs> Boys, let's very quickly look at this weekend. Um, Dan, I want your game of the weekend and I want your score prediction. Where are you going? Uh, I think my uh, game of the weekend will be the Newcastle Arsenal. Yeah. It's a uh, late kickoff. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see uh, how they both do. They obviously, did they both play in the week? I think Newcastle did. Yeah, Newcastle beat Man U, also lost to West Ham, didn't they? Yeah, so I think uh, obviously Arsenal rested a few, I think, when I've seen the team. I don't think they weakened the whole side, but yeah, it's a, it's a big game at the top, isn't it? So yeah, this will really test both teams. But I think uh, Arsenal will do this one, to be honest. I think... Uh, I'm going to say 2-1 Arsenal. 2-1 Arsenal. Harris, what do you reckon? 2-0 Newcastle on this one. Ooh. I'm going for the good old Desmond. Good old Desmond 2-2. Harris, uh, your game of the week and score prediction? I'm going to go Everton-Brighton just for the fact that I think Everton need to win to uh, prove that they're still good enough to be in this league. And Brighton, I think they're just too good for Everton. So... I think a 3 now uh, Brighton win. Dan, score prediction? Uh, I'm going to go for a draw on this one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to go 2-1 yeah. Everton, but yeah. never mind. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Yeah, I will go. I haven't got the scores that I've put. No, I'm happy to go 2-1 <laughs> Everton. Sorry. Yeah, and I'll go I'll go 3-1 Brighton. Very, very quickly, game of the week for me is the Eden Hazard derby. Uh, Spurs-Chelsea. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll always remember that day. 2-1 uh, Spurs, though, for me. What do you reckon, Harris? 2-0 Spurs. 2-0 Spurs. And Dan, you've gone for a Desmond. Now, boys, boys, these predictions are going to start to matter more. They're going to start to matter more from next week because they're going to impact the Tony treble. But I'll explain Ooh. to you next week. Ooh. Speaking of Tony treble, Dan, what's your game for this week? What's your bet? Uh, I'm going to go... We've got to get back to winning ways after last week, so I'm going to go Liverpool to beat Luton. We won last week, didn't we? Did we? Yeah, that's the week where we did Watford, Newcastle, Liverpool. No, we didn't do last week, so we didn't oh. win. Oh. Yeah, so we won the week before. <laughs> so you've got Liverpool, Harris. Brighton. What? <laughs> yeah, fair enough, right. fair enough. Um, no, right, boys, uh, yeah, no, I, I I can see what you were doing. I was really tempted, really tempted by the early game, really tempted. I wanted to go Fulham, but and you know the old Gandhi saying says never, never, never go with the early kickoff. So Ooh. I'm I'm gonna go Wolves. I'm gonna go Wolves. Ooh. Let's see, yeah, It's a good one. Yeah. <gasps> Very quickly, boys. Let's go back to the mystery footballer. In 1998, he made his debut for Leeds and went on to make over 100 appearances in five years. Short spells at Newcastle and Real Madrid followed. Three spells at Middlesbrough were interrupted by spells at Spurs and Stoke. Eight appearances at centre-half for England, where some of his club debuts 
definitely didn't go to plan. Now, Dan, you thought you knew who it was, and Harris had no idea. So, Dan, do you want to put him out of his misery? Well, my first thought was, I think I was going down the Rio Ferdinand route, but then I'd gone uh, Jonathan Woodgate. Oh, I... It's Jonathan Woodgate. It's Jonathan it Woodgate. It is Woodgate. Oh, I, got you. I thought I'd got you this week. I thought, I got <laughs> I thought you. Hargreaves, because yeah, I know he went around with me. No, uh, as soon as he a... said, uh, what was it, the... Uh, they didn't go to plan these debuts. I thought, this is injuries. Yeah. <laughs> well, he got sent off, didn't he, as well, on his debut for Real Madrid? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, boys, we're coming to the end of the pod. Um, make sure if you listen to the pod to leave us a review of five stars. You know, we want to try and get it out there. Before we sign off, boys, um, it's been the worst season start to a season ever for Sheffield United in the history of the Premier League. Um, they're on track to beat Derby's uh, points record but but one of their supporters is top of the fancy Premier League Sunday League podcast so you know there's a silver lining for everyone boys there's a silver lining and Harris you get yourself back to bed lad uh, you look like you're dying um, and boys we'll catch you up we'll catch you up next week uh, we'll try and get this out early in the week next week yeah okay take care for sure see you later boys See you. See you, Dan.